Welcome to the Unfading Truth Bible Reading Plan. Today we're reading Zechariah chapter 8. Prospering communities are built upon solid truth. So help build that foundation where you live. Well, today we're turning to the Old Testament prophet of Zechariah. Unfortunately, we don't turn to this book often enough, and so we're not familiar with it. The context of this book is that the prophet Zechariah is constantly directing the people of Israel to look away from their discouraging circumstances and instead to look to the certain blessing that the Lord has purposed for them. Today we're going to read the entire chapter, but our focus is going to be on verses 16 and 17. Zechariah writes, The word of the Lord Almighty came to me. This is what the Lord Almighty says. I am very jealous for Zion. I am burning with jealousy for her. This is what the Lord says. I will return to Zion and dwell in Jerusalem. Then Jerusalem will be called the faithful city. And the mountain of the Lord Almighty will be called the holy mountain. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Once again, men and women of ripe old age will sit in the streets of Jerusalem, each of them with a cane in hand because of their age. And the city streets will be filled with boys and girls playing there. This is what the Lord Almighty says. It may seem marvelous to the remnant of this people at that time. But will it seem marvelous to me, declares the Lord Almighty? This is what the Lord Almighty says. I will save my people from the countries of the east and the west. I will bring them back to live in Jerusalem. They will be my people, and I will be faithful and righteous to them as their God. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Now hear these words. Let your hands be strong so the temple may be built. This is also what the prophets said, who were present when the foundation was laid for the house of the Lord Almighty. Before that time, there were no wages for the people or hire for the animals. No one could go about their business safely because of their enemies, since I had turned everyone against their neighbor. But now I will not deal. But now I will not deal with the remnant of this people as I did in the past, declares the Lord Almighty. The seed will grow well. The vine will yield its fruit. The ground will produce its crops and the heavens will drop their dew. I will give all these things as an inheritance to the remnant of this people. Just as you, Judah and Israel, have been a curse among the nations, so I will save you and you will be a blessing. Do not be afraid, but let your hands be strong. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Just as I had determined to bring disaster on you and showed no pity when your fathers angered me, says the Lord Almighty, so now I have determined to do good again to Jerusalem and Judah. Do not be afraid. These are the things you are to do. Speak the truth to each other and render true and sound judgment in your courts. Do not plot evil against each other, and do not love to swear falsely. I hate all this, declares the Lord. The word of the Lord Almighty came to me. This is what the Lord Almighty says. The fasts of the fourth, fifth, seventh, and tenth months will become joyful and glad occasions and happy festivals for Judah. Therefore, love, truth, and peace. 
This is what the Lord Almighty says. Many peoples and the inhabitants of many cities will yet come. And the inhabitants of one city will go to another and say, Let us go at once to entreat the Lord and to seek the Lord Almighty. I myself am going. And the peoples and the powerful nations will come to Jerusalem to seek the Lord Almighty and to entreat him. This is what the Lord Almighty says. In those days, ten people from all languages and nations will take firm hold of one Jew by the hem of his robe and say, Let us go with you because we have heard that God is with you. Let's begin a new week here in question and answer number 112 of the Heidelberg Catechism. What is God's will for you in the ninth commandment? God's will is that I never give false testimony against anyone. I think those of us who live in small rural communities, many of which have seen better days, can really identify with, identify with Zechariah chapter 8. We long to see the streets busy again, the shops and the stores open and bustling, and the churches full of old people leaning on their canes while watching scores of children playing. So imagine the excitement uh, the men hearing this felt as God called for strong hands so the temple may be built. The businesses would be flush with cash and the wages would be high. Seed would grow well and the vineyards would teem with fruit. Best of all, people from all over the world would want to join. Not because of the awesome economy, but because they heard that God is with you. In short, this community would thrive once again. God gives four short requirements for his people in order for them to gain these blessings. But all of them stem from the ninth commandment. In verses 16 and 17, he tells his people to speak the truth, to render true judgments, and tells them to not plot evil and to not love to swear falsely. In other words, adhering to the ninth commandment is the foundation for civic blessings from God. Let's dig a little bit deeper. We always need to be careful with prophetic promises like what we just read. God made these promises to a particular people living in a particular place at a particular time in history. A community might be united around an unbreakable commitment to the truth, yet not realize any of the benefits that God promised here to Israel. In the same way, communities with poor economies and no children did not necessarily become that way because they were liars. But when we read Zechariah 8 in the light shed by the rest of Scripture, we see how it reinforces a common theme, that God loves truth and often blesses those who are committed to it. You must be known as a truthful person, not just because your local economy depends upon it, but because you are a redeemed image bearer of the God of all truth. Well, as you pray today, use the triple A prayer pattern. Begin your prayer by acknowledging who God is. Open your prayer to our Father, the Lord Almighty. How many times didn't we hear that in this passage? The Lord Almighty says, the Lord Almighty who restores his people to shalom when they repent and live in the truth. 
Next, align your life with God's will by praying that God grants you the courage and strength to live truthfully. Then you can ask God for what you need. Remember, everything else that you hear today will fade away, but the word of the Lord is unfading truth.